0: Welcome to the VSA Morning Miner. It's Tuesday, the 19th of uh, December. I'm joined by Paul Rankin. Paul, how are you today?
1: Very well. Thank you very well. And yourself?
0: Yes, good thanks. It seems like there might be a bit of life coming back into the, uh, well, North American market, particularly the precious metals side of uh, things, a flurry of deals announced. Overnight, I see Skeena Resources has raised uh, $81 million Canadian. That's a combination of royalty and convertible bond with uh, Franco Nevada. Also uh, takeover of Asino by Dundee. Precious Metals announced yesterday for cash and shares and Endeavor Silver raising $60 million US. So signs of a pickup in capital markets activity uh,
1: happening. Um, yes, that's right. Uh, yeah, the Skina deal, that was an add-on to an existing uh, NSR that uh, Franco already had uh, so that they just have a bigger share now of that operation, but uh, good on Skina in uh, withholding that deal out later into the uh, uh, f- the uh, permitting uh, sequence of the mine um uh, work uh, so that they get the best deal possible for shareholders, and then on Endeavor that uh, they had just uh, a week or two ago had uh, put out a shelf prospectus uh, for a, a very large amount of capital. So this is just the first part of the effort to build the um, Terranera New Terranera mine down in Mexico.
0: Indeed, uh, let's get into the other news. Though I think uh, something out from Sarabi today.
1: Yes, Robbie Gold, the aim-quoted gold producer in uh, Brazil, now has a alkal- alkalic copper porphyry uh, to add to its uh, uh, mineral portfolio. Also in Brazil, this is the Matilda project upon which they have released uh, the results of Phase two drilling. A total of 21 holes now completed on that Matilda project uh, and copper anomaly. It's both a geophysical and a soil anomaly. They've now determined that this particular deposit probably has something in the range between 20 and 80 million tons, down at a depth of 100 meters and greater Uh, overall. It has a grade overall of between 0.3% copper and 0.45% copper, over tens of meters in the drill holes, and is still open in at least three directions, so um, well done them um, and uh, it's uh, just uh, shows that there that much more prospectivity yet in Brazil for various kinds of deposits.
0: Yeah, exciting uh, growth opportunity there. Uh Centrum also releasing a reserve update this morning, they've increased P P reserves at Sakari by ten percent to five point eight million ounces, um, and for the group that's now uh, increased by three and a half million ounces since two thousand and twenty, so more than their target of three million ounces. But I think what's coming through, as well as with the you know targets for targets for significant. Drilling next year is conveying confidence to the market that the new management team—not that that new now—but is getting a real handle on on the ore body, um, which should give confidence in the operational outlook um, and maintain the momentum in the shares. They've had a good run since November. just below 80 to around uh, 100p now. That's mostly benefiting from a combination of sterling and gold prices.
1: Yes, it's also good to see in the same press release they did put out an updated resource statement for the um, uh, Diropo uh, gold deposit, which is their second deposit they have uh, under advanced exploration, this one in Cote d'Ivoire. That's grew by another twenty-three percent as well to seventy-seven million tons of one point two six grams per ton copper or grams per ton gold for a three million ounce of contained resource. And they will have a DFS reserve update on that one as well sometime in the middle of next year.
0: Very good. Uh, Lake Resources also with a reserve update.
1: Yes, both a reserve update and they did finally release the updated DFS results uh, f- uh, on that uh, higher reserve and anticipated output plan for the Kachi, uh, uh DLE brine project there in Argentina. Uh, they wanted to make sure that the, they had uh, at least a 25-year mine life at 25,000 tons per annum of lithium carbonate equivalent, and they have assured that um, with the, the new reserve statement and the DFS. It would be a mine plan for 16 production wells and 21 injection wells uh, over a a. a with the flow rates to support that kind of uh, production rate here, they do uh, think uh, that they'll have an EBITDA margin on the of about 76% here, and EBITDA earnings per year of about $635 million. Uh, so uh, they think they can produce lithium carbonate at about $6 per kilogram as well uh, on this particular project and has an IRR uh, post-tax of 21%. Okay, There
0: we go. Uh, unless there's anything else, Paul, I think we'll call it a day there.
1: Yes, that's very fine.
0: Thanks very much.
1: This podcast
0: has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.